Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Positive Pessimist Podcast. It's Wrestling Wednesday. My guest today is Brian Roberts. Brian Roberts is a total stud from Kansas City. Went to Turner High School. He's a three-time uh, runner-up, and I got third as a freshman. He's a two-time All-American in college. Total stud, and uh, looking forward to talking to him, so let's bring him in. Can you hear me? I can. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. You? Good. You, you, you look like the godfather sitting there. You're all... <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you you looked like uh, like I was getting ready to have a meeting with you to borrow money from you. There you go. <laughs> good luck getting that. Yeah. It's good to see you, man. How you been? I'm do, doing all right. So you're yeah. a, you're a business owner now, huh? Yeah. 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 I've been uh, almost nine years now. Yeah. What is it that you guys do? We do. I, I got a. I run like transportation. We we have wineries here. Okay. So every Saturday and Sunday, we run winery tours. Okay. That takes them around the county to different wineries. We get a lot of bachelorette parties, birthday parties, just individuals. You know. So. Cool. And then I also run a bus service. Um, for in town schools here in Paola. So on in town they don't have bus service. Okay. So I do their bus I do my own bus service for pe- pe- people that want to pay for their kids to be picked up and taken to school and taken home. Okay. Cool man. So, so you're in the Paola area then? Correct. Okay. Miami County, Kansas. Nice. So uh when did you start wrestling, Brian? Third grade. I think I was eight years old. Okay. And and Derek Lane is your cousin, is that right? Well, we always called each other's cousins. Okay. But, uh, I mean, we, my dad and his dad were best friends. Okay. So we grew up together. I mean, we, I mean, we were always together. Played ball together, wrestled together, did everything together. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to ask you a little bit later for some Derek Lane stories, and I've got one that I've been meaning to tell on this podcast for a long time, and I never have, so... Here in a little while, I will uh, tell you that. Were you were you good from the start when you started wrestling? Oh no, oh no! It took it took. I was I was I was I was, was going to tell you a story. It was like my first or second year. It might have been my second year wrestling. It might have been my first. Okay, but uh, I had to wrestle Sunny Five. Oh yeah. And that dude ripped me in two. You know, I just started wrestling. <laughs> I ended up in the back of an ambulance that day. Had torn cartilage in my ribs. I mean, he, he, I mean, I, he had me in every position possible. I was just all twisted up, man. Come off the mat crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And that was one of your first experiences? Yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, it was early. It, it, it was probably my first year wrestling, honestly. He he was always a mean bastard, Sonny Fight. Yeah. Yeah. When when did you start getting good? When did something click for you? Third year. Okay. My third year wrestling, I might have won the kids' state tournament. I won that twice, and I think that might have been my third or fourth year was the, was okay. the first year. I remember, uh, I remember one of your state titles, and I, I thought that was your first one, but it must not have been. Uh, I remember you beat Brian Briggs, and it was like what, like nine to five or something. It's crazy the shit I remember. Yeah, dude, that 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 dude was tough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we always had some barn burners. Yeah, he ended up winning, I think, three state titles, and yeah. 
And I don't know if he wrestled in college or not, but he should have. He was a freaking beast. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Well, he ended up being huge. Yeah. What was he, like a 60-pounder in high school? Something like that, yeah. Did you ever get up to 60, or were you always 52? 52. Okay. In high school, yep. Well, you know, Derek and I, I tell this story all the time, but Derek and I used to talk on the phone for hours about who beat who and by what score and all that stuff. So it in, it, it gave me this memory for stuff that a lot of people are like, how do you remember that shit? But tell me if I'm wrong about your high school career. You lost six times? Seven. Seven. Okay. And I, I know that your freshman year you lost to, was it John Ross and... Uh, was it Jay Verdict, and then somebody from Arc City? Yep, Jeremy Hernandez. Okay, was that in the semifinals? Yep. Okay, because I remember being really impressed because 138 for a freshman, especially back then, you know, was was uh, a really tough weight class to do as well as you did. So, who else did you lose to then? You know, I, I was trying to think of that. I lost to Ross Burdick. I lost to Hernandez twice. I lost to Chad Beeson twice. And I can't remember. I only lost to five guys, but I lost to Arc City all four times at the state tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Um, so your freshman year, though, you only lost to Verdict, who was, what, the defending state champ, right? Yep. And then you lost to John Ross, and I think I was there for all of those matches except for for high school. And they were they were always that was a great era you were part of, like that whole EKL. There was like you and McCracken and Ross and Eric Aiken was in there and uh, Sunny Fight and Gonz Medina. And I was remembering all these names. And last night I was I was doing a little digging on the internet, and I came across like the name Pepe Cabrera. And uh-huh. all these names, I remember that guy. He used to do like he used to do this weird thing with his when he would wrestle. He was almost like he was fighting. He would do this little little uh, spin deal with his with his hands. And uh, so, tell me about your state finals matches. Well, I mean, I never won one of them. <laughs> I mean, as far as in high school, I did it. Yeah, I, mean, I lost. I lost. Well, well, what? My freshman year, third. Sophomore year, second. Junior year, second. Senior year, second, uh, w- went into the finals twice undefeated. Okay, and lost. And so, was that your junior and senior year? Sophomore and senior year. Okay, who beat you then your junior year before? Nudaboom beat me one time. Oh yeah, Jared Nudaboom beat me uh, at the regional or was that called regionals? I think so. Uh, to to go to state. Yeah, yeah. Or the late, late, yeah, he he beat me one time. Okay. Yeah. Tossed me on my back. Yeah. <laughs> did he uh did he stall it out after that? Yeah, kinda, but <laughs> I mean he had gotten a lot better though too, so Yeah. Well he was really good when we were kids too. I remember that name, Nudaboom. What a kick ass yeah. name. Wrestlers always have great names. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Jared Nudaboom. I remember that shit. And then uh and then your sophomore year when you were undefeated um, tell, tell me this real quick before we get into it. There was a rumor that you drank before one of your state finals. Is that true or is that, a, is that just a lie? That's not true. Okay. <laughs> I, I never did that. No. Now, my, my junior senior year, uh, that's when the party, and that, I mean, I did a lot of party in my junior and senior year. That's, that's why 
everybody else was getting better. And I was, I was too busy partying. Priorities got all kind of mixed up. Yeah. But you were <laughs> I all... I got that out at an early age. <laughs> you were always just a freaking beast. I, how, how tall are you, Brian? 5'7". Okay. Well, when I was a kid, you seemed like you were just this... You seemed like you were just the most compact freaking dude out there. And everybody was kind of scared of you. Like, I remember that. And I know that growing up in Turner, like, they were kind of notorious for, like, fighting people. Is that true? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we did. Because when I would go to parties, even after, even in high school, or after, uh, in high school, and sometimes even in college, I, I would go to a party in, like, the Turner area, and there was always some guy there that, that, that looked like he might want to start shit with you. So I would just, whenever I started talking to people, I'd be like, do you know Brian Roberts? And they'd be like, yeah, we know Brian. And I'd be like, yeah, I used to wrestle with him. And they'd be like, okay, you're cool. Like, like I, I, it, it got me out of so many fights just throwing your name around that I, that I knew you. Um, yeah. <laughs> you and Pete Hall. Do you remember that guy? Oh, yeah, Pete. That dude... His first year in kids wrestling, I don't forget how old he was. He, he he won the state tournament. Yeah, I remember that. He was in my brother's brackets. Yeah, that kid was tough. Yeah, he, but was, he just never. I mean, he just didn't go on. Yeah, I don't think he. Uh, I don't. I don't think he was much for school, and I think his grades may have gotten in the way of high school. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But he was. He was tougher than hell. I would throw his name around and your name around. Anytime I thought there might be some shit, I'd be like, yeah, I used to wrestle with Brian Roberts. And they would always be like, all right, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> so so thank you for that. Um, do you remember who your toughest competition was when you were a kid? When I was a kid or high school? It, when you were a kid. Was there somebody that you could just never beat? And not, I don't know about in kids. I mean, usually, in, you know, when I was in kids wrestling, I, I mean, I did all right. They, uh, I, I mean, I'll tell you who was was pretty good competition, who, especially in the year, early years, he always beat me, but that was Matt Biles. Oh, yeah. And the last time we wrestled, I think we were both maybe eighth or ninth grade. We were still in kids wrestling, and it was the last time we wrestled, and I mean, we had a barn burner. I okay. mean, it was a great match. He throw me in a headlock. I tied hip toss him. I mean, and I won that match fourteen to thirteen. Oh wow! And I mean, it was a crazy, crazy match. But that that was one. But uh, you know, I mean, we, I mean, we still always remain friends and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Do you have that match on tape somewhere? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that was a good one. Yeah, it'd be cool to come across some of those matches. I remember some of that stuff. Um, so, so you get to the the state finals, your sophomore year, you're undefeated. Did you, did you think you were going to win against Ark City or were you, what, did you wrestle two different Hernandezes or just one? No, no, no. I wrestled Jeremy. Well, I, I mean, I wrestled in both, but in, in, in high school, it was always Jeremy. And, you know, my freshman year, I think it was, yeah, I think it was the semifinals. I mean, he teched me. That was the best high school wrestler I've ever wrestled in my life. Wow. And then my sophomore year, he beat me by 14. Wow. <laughs> in the finals. Uh, I mean, he just demolished me. Oh, yeah? He, he, he was, uh, that was a different cat right there. I mean, he was good. Yeah. What, uh, what was it about him that you, that you couldn't do anything against? 
I don't know, one, he was strong, but I mean, he had an answer to everything you did. I, it was just, uh, he was, I was, it's like, if you, he was basically a college level wrestler at that time. You know, he was basically a, a man wrestling a boy. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what it was. Yeah. That dude was tough. Well, I remember the score being pretty lopsided and just thinking, how the hell did somebody do that to Brian Roberts? Like, it just it just blew my kid brain because how old are you? You graduated in what from high school? 91. 91. Okay, so I'm 94. But in my mind, you were always a lot older than me because Derek and I would go to those tournaments. And like I said, even from, a, from freshman year, you were always... You had some great matches with, with John Ross and I think Jay Verdict the year he made it to the yeah. finals. And the year that he beat you, your junior, your freshman year, was that the year that he was hurt like the whole season? Uh, I think he was like the defending state champ, and yeah, he was hurt the whole yeah. year. He, yeah. was, he, he was he was hurt. Yeah, exactly. How did he do against Hernandez in the finals then? Get demolished. Yeah, same deal. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward to your junior year. You wrestle, uh, who'd you wrestle in the finals then? Mike Beeson. Beeson, okay. Yeah. How did that match go? It was a close match. I, I don't remember the scores. I don't know, it was like three points or something. I mean, it was basically the same score both, or pretty close to both years. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I remember, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I seem to remember your, your senior year against Beeson, you kept picking him up, you, these beautiful double legs, and you'd pick him up, and every time you took him down, he would do something, he would just land right on his butt and squirrel out of it. Do you remember that? Lock in my crotch. Okay, that's what he learned, would do. I, I, learned, I learned how to finish that the very next year. Yeah. And but, I, I just, I just, but see, that, that was at that time, my junior, senior year, I mean, wrestling wasn't the priority. <laughs> it was partying. Yeah. But, yeah. And you were a really good football player too, right? That was decent. Okay. Decent. But were you a quarterback? Quarterback. Quarterback. Uh, well, I was a quarterback my whole life. I mean, starting as as, as a kid, you know, at five seven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, uh, I, you know, starting quarterback, sophomore, junior, and senior year in high school. Okay. Yeah, my uh, sister in law, Chastity Raider. Do you remember her? She was, she was younger than you by about three years, so she's probably a freshman or something. But I was I was visiting them not too long ago, and she told me that one time you wore a dress to high school. Why why did you do that? Uh, it was uh, no, it was uh, it, it was a uh, opposite sex day or something. Okay, so there was some of us dudes like wore skirt stuff and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I remember her telling me that, and uh, she was like, and no one was going to say anything to him, because he was Brian Roberts, and he was really popular, and he's a good athlete, and, and uh, so no one said shit to him about it. Um, and answer me this, because we're, did you guys have like a really good uh, weight program or something at Turner? Because it seems like everybody that I wrestled from there, even if they weren't very good, they were strong as hell. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I always lifted. I mean, I started lifting when I started wrestling. Okay. I mean, so so I always did that, you know. And then uh, I think I don't know. If we had a, I mean, I mean, we had a, a decent strength program, um, but I just think people got involved. I mean, especially the the uh, wrestlers did. 
I mean, if they wanted, I mean, we we had some good high school teams. I mean, we had teams and we had athletes on our team where we should have been right there as a team to win a state title. Yeah. You know, I mean, we ended up like fourth a few times, stuff. you know, but, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's just, well, you guys, <clears throat> you guys also had uh, Arc City and uh, Miege was there, and they didn't have... They didn't have uh, a very deep team as far as, but they had like four guys that you always knew were going to make the finals. Um, so they were always there, and Arc City made it almost impossible. There's a lot of good individuals and a lot of great teams that never won it because of freaking Arc City. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they were just—they were tough. Yeah, they were like they were like a bunch of college kids out there, and uh, yep. especially you know Justin Ware and the Hernandezes and the Beesons and and all them and. Mm-hmm. And they just won it for freaking ever. Um, so what was it like growing up in Turner? Did you get in a lot of fights or did nobody mess with you? Oh, I had to fight all the time. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and <clears throat> like a lot of people probably think, oh, well, he just liked to fight. That wasn't it, man. I mean, I had to. <laughs> I didn't have a choice, you know. So, uh, I mean, that was just like my second calling or something, you know. It was just like, I mean, I was good at it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it, but but I hated it too though because I always had to watch my back. I mean, just 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 just. I tell you what. After my senior year, my parents packed my shit up, <laughs> drove me out to North Carolina, and dropped my ass off because there were two things going to happen. I was going to be dead, or I was going to be in prison. One of them. Huh. And that's and that's the goddamnest truth. Uh, and that and that was the best thing that probably happened to me was getting me out of there. Um, I just I I went out to North Carolina to a, just a community college out there, and I I just took a few classes. There was a college there, and they had a wrestling program. I didn't wrestle for the. I mean, I, I practiced with them. I went to a few open tournaments, but that was when it's just like, all right, I'm I'm gonna start wrestling again. So. Um, that's when I went to Colby the, the, the very next year. Okay. So you didn't take a year off, so you were still wrestling, but you, you didn't compete for a year. I mean, under a, under, under a team. Okay. Correct. Um, well, did you have family out there? No, I didn't, I didn't know a person out there. I didn't know anybody. I met some good people, though, that are still some of my very good friends today. Um, but it was Wilkesboro, North Carolina, right at the base of the the uh, the Appalachian Mountains. Why North Carolina? Cool. Why North Carolina? I think it was the furthest place that they could get me. <laughs> That's a really they beautiful got- state, man, North Carolina. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. I love it. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah, it's awesome. So you know, I had a uh, I actually found I was cleaning out my shed the other day, and I came across this letter from Colby Community College, and. I wish I would have taken it, or I wish I would have at least visited with the guy, because I never even called him or anything. I went to Labette for a couple of years, but I like didn't even call any of the places that sent me letters, and you and I would have been on the same team, and I, I kind of regret it, because I would have been on a team with you, and Wade Anderson was there, he was at 34, and yeah. I could have been at 42, and then you know you would have been at 50, and, and I, I think that may have been pretty good for me. Um, what was it like at Colby? Boring. <laughs> I mean, there's there's nothing there. You know, I mean, the closest thing to you is 
Fort Hayes, which is an hour and a half away, or go to Denver, which is three hours away. But but that was what I I needed at, at the time, and that 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 and that was the thing though too that um, is, is once I met Wade, things changed. Um, I thought I worked hard until I met Wade. Yeah, and that 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 changed everything. I mean, just 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 the training that we did. Um, and yeah, I, I mean that was that was. I mean, he's still one of my best friends today. So yeah. he's up in Chicago now. And mm-hmm. how did he end up doing the rest of his career? Well, what did he place third and second at Colby? Okay, something like that. Ironside beat him in the finals in the last second, his sophomore year. Um, and then he went to Iowa State, and he just didn't want to do it no more. He just went to school. He still wrestled here, here, and there. You know, he'd go to opens and practice a little bit, but he just—I mean, I think he was just done. Yeah. So. Yeah. He just focused on his on on his schoolwork. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. But I, I really do kind of regret that. That would have been good for me to uh, to hang out with hang out with you guys and and work that hard because I, I certainly didn't in college. I, I just. I just partied and and didn't uh, didn't really focus on anything that I that I should have been doing, but whatever. Um, I wanted to ask you about, uh, or I wanted to tell you the story. I don't know if you remember it, but my first college tournament, I show up and I look at the bracket, and I was I was a forty two pounder, but I was wrestling fifty, and everyone was way bigger than me, and I walk in and I look at the bracket. And if I win my first match and you win your first match or however it worked out, maybe it was a second match, um, we were going to have to wrestle. Whoever it was that you were wrestling, he beat you by like eight points. And I'm sitting there going, holy shit. (laughs) I was scared to wrestle Roberts. And now I got to wrestle the guy that just beat him. And that guy took me down. I don't even remember where the tournament was at. But he took me down like... Like 13 times. I mean, I just had no answer for this guy. And then I think he made it to the finals, but he didn't even win the damn tournament. And I remember thinking, like, this is college wrestling? Like, this sucks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I always thought that was a funny story because I was so nervous. Like, like oh, shit, I'm going to have to wrestle Brian Roberts. And then you lost. And, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, don't, I wish I remember that guy's name, but he was a freaking monster. And you said you'd beaten him before. Where do you remember where he was from? I want to say like a Nebraska school, maybe. Oh, that might have been Hudson. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Do you remember that? That might guy? have been Hudson. Yeah, he beat me twice, and I beat him once. Yeah, he had like a big that beard. Was when he tossed me. He tossed the shit out of me. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think that's who you're talking. Are you sure? It was the only time I wrestled 150, and I never wanted to do it again. Yeah, that might have been Hudson. That sounds familiar. Did he have a beard? I don't remember that. He was just this big, long dude, and and I had no answer for him at all. And even if I could have wrestled with him, I was so mentally, you know, screwed by seeing you get beat by him. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was my first experience at a college tournament, which uh, which I always thought was really funny. I wanted to ask you too. What uh, was one fifty uh, a really tough cut for you? Very tough. Yeah. Well, back in those days too, it's like it's like I can make it today. I mean, I weigh one sixty now. Um, 
but you know, I, I was a big lifter. I, I mean, I wanted to be as strong as I could. So, so I mean, I I always had big. I mean, I'd get up to one ninety in the off season. Yeah, I remember how big you'd get. So, yeah, what did you have to do to make fifty? I mean, basically bust your ass. I mean, like we all did. I mean, you don't eat much and you work out. Yeah. Yeah, back then especially. I'm glad they got away from all that crap because, uh, you know. Burned you out. Yeah. It burned me out. And, and somebody, a couple kids died, I believe, in the mid-90s in, like, Division One, And that's why they changed all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've, I've watched. I watched a guy on our team make, make a cut to 142. His name's Kevin Miller. Mentally tough. I mean, just tougher than hell mentally. Yeah. And, uh, hell, he's probably 5'10", you know, and and he made that cut to 42. I mean, he had to do it for the team. It was my senior year, and he was a senior, and uh, I wasn't sure if he was going to make it through it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how worried I was about him. Yeah. But uh, just, just watch it. It's like, damn, man. You know, when you think the cuts that you made were bad until you watch something like that, it's like, God, yeah. damn, man. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, so tell me about your college career then, your freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. Uh, well, my freshman year at Colby, um, I was one, I was in the blood rounds. And I had the returning national champion. His name was Homer Moore from Phoenix. And I got beaten uh, sudden death or, or uh, what they call it, you know, when, when I, I got rode out okay. at the end. Okay. Um, so, I, so I lost that match and um, got beat out of the tournament. And that absolutely crushed me. I mean, absolutely, I was devastated. I mean, I don't even if I would have placed eighth, I would have felt better, you know, because at least you're you're you're, you're on the podium. Yeah. Um, and then uh, two weeks after that, I go back to Kansas City for for spring break. I get stabbed a bunch of times. End up, you know, I'm in critical condition for three days in the hospital for eight. Uh, I mean, I, that, that, that about killed me. I, 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 man, I ran into a gang. I didn't back down. They had guns and knives, and I had this. I didn't back down. Uh, I fought, and uh, I mean they, I mean they damn near killed me. Yeah. So two weeks after that, I was already training again. I mean, I got right back into training. Uh, my scars started opening up, so I had to back off that for a while, and then. Six months after I got stabbed, I blew my knee out. Wade, Wade and I were wrestling. It was preseason. I think it was in September. And I, I, I blew my knee out. Uh, so, drove out to Colorado. And, and I still remember driving back because Coach Lampy actually drove me out there. And I remember thinking, just come back. He said, you know, your season's over. And I couldn't comprehend that. I'm like, there's no goddamn way. They can't take a freaking metal rod or, or, or wire and wire that fucking knee together. I, I couldn't understand that. Uh, but that's the way it was. I mean, I was I was done. So I was done basically wrestling. I mean, I got some wrestling in, but I had to wait a whole not, a whole nother year. I had already graduated from Colby. So, so I was at Colby two years. I graduated. I had nowhere to go. 
Huh. But Wade still Wade was coming back to Colby. Uh, had nowhere to go. School was going to be free. I mean, I'm like, well, I'll just go back and take classes. But my whole deal was was I didn't want to leave that school also with not having my name up on that board. I mean, that's just I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. And uh, so myself, I set out my second year, graduated, went back another year, and then I played sport that year at the national tournament. And then uh, how I got to Wartburg was uh, way. Um, I, I, would, I would go back to Waterloo, and uh, I met Jim Miller. Um, we'd, we'd work out, um, and he just started recruiting me. And um, so, I mean, that, uh, that's that. that uh, so I ended up going to Wartburg. The first year we were there, or the first year I was there, was the first national title that Wartburg's ever won. Oh, cool. I didn't place in a national. I mean, I was I was hurt pretty much off and on the whole year. Um, I've got, I was having serious neck n- neck problems. I mean, I still got uh, nerve damage through my neck and down my arms and all that stuff. Um, again, just de- just just devastated. I mean, I just, the first match of the tournament, I did my neck again. I mean, I was pretty much done. I tried to wrestle, but I couldn't even pick my right arm up. I mean, yeah. I really wouldn't even pick up. So you yeah. basically you wrestle with one arm. Didn't work. Absolutely devastated. Yeah. Completely. So I went back my senior year. Millboy would only let me wrestle. He, he, he would only allow me on the mat two to three days per week. I, was, I mean, that was that was it, and I was fine with that. Yeah, I'd go in and drill on, on other days. You know, he 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 let me drill, but going live was only two. I think I was I was only able to go live two days a week. That's okay. all he would allow me to do. He, he would allow me to drill. Um, so I mean, that's how I stayed healthy. But also, I bumped up the weight. I went from fifty to fifty-eight, so I wasn't cutting so so much weight. And then uh, I ended up third that year at nationals. Um, Got beaten the semifinals by a point. He won a national tournament, and then I came back and got third. So okay, uh, was that a? Would, would, how did they do like scholarships and that kind of stuff in D three? They got grants and stuff like that. Okay, it's not really called a scholarship, right? Okay, so um, so you kind of glossed over that, but it reminded it reminded me of that happening um, when you got stabbed. How did that? How did that come about? Ran into a gang at a Seven Eleven when the cops should already been called way, way before them. You just I mean, you just happened to show up and they started shit with you. Pretty much, yeah. Huh. And uh, they were out to kill somebody. Nobody knew who they were. Nobody still today knows who they were. They came from. I, it had to. It, the only thing I can understand is, is that maybe it was a gang initiation type deal. But they were out. For, I mean, they they were out to kill something like. Two of my friends got shot, and then I dodged. I thought I was shot, but I dodged the. Sh- I mean, I mean, it was point blank. Wow! Know? But they were already stabbing me. I was already stabbed up. They were stabbing the shit out of me. Damn! And then when I got up to take off, because because I had to do down to pull the gun on me. I had him down on the ground. I had the gun turned on him, and but I couldn't pull the trigger. I don't know. But I heard gunshots just going off everywhere. So I'm like, I gotta get the hell out of here. 
So I let go of the gun, and the son of a bitch turned it right back on me, and he pulled the trigger. I did like that. Man. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to run, and as soon as I start to run, this cocksucker takes a bar just right across my chin. I'm busted up. thought he broke my jaw. I get, I get to the truck. I, was, I, was, I managed to get to the truck, and I just dropped. Just dropped. I, was, I couldn't breathe. I, I, it was just bad. They picked me up, threw me in the back of the, the truck, got me out of there, called the ambulance or whatever, and, uh, I mean... Jesus. Yeah. Where was that at? But everybody lived. Turner. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I remember. It, it was, it was uh, yeah, people loved to... I mean, I, I know it wasn't Turner guys necessarily, but... Um, I remember taking it, my, my parents moved, my mom moved over by, in the Turner area, like if I was in high school, I would have went to school there, it was off Metropolitan, and I remember jogging at the, uh, like this little park next to her house, and these guys pulling up and just being like, you ain't from Turner, are you pussy? <laughs> I'm just trying to take a jog, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of going back to Turner, uh, what kind of teammate was Ryan McCracken? He was good. I mean, Ryan and I were best friends all through high school. Yeah. Uh, Ryan was probably, well, it wasn't probably. Ryan was the best athlete in our school. Oh, really? I, I just wish that he was six. I mean, if he was six foot, that dude would have been in the NFL. Oh, wow. Really? I, I, got, I mean, that kid was an athlete. Yeah. Um, I mean, he didn't start wrestling until he was a freshman. Huh. I didn't know that. So, and he got, what, yeah. second and third? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had some great matches with Andy Ross. And, dude, that EKL was badass. Every final, the finals at EKL back in the day was freaking awesome. I mean, they would always be just stud after stud uh, wrestling each other. I remember that shit. Yeah. Um, and he. Aiken kind of stood out. Aiken stood out more than anybody, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, he. Because uh, you didn't wrestle much freestyle, did you? Well, that, see, that's the thing. I did. Until my sophomore year and the partying. I mean, that's 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 when just pri- priorities were messed up. I started drinking, partying all the time. Yeah. So, um, you know, everybody's wrestling freestyle when when I was doing it. You know, I mean, that's that's what I always did too. Yeah. Until those last few years, and I just like I ain't doing it. Started partying. Like, yeah. What kind of coach was uh was was Lampy? He's a pretty good coach. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a real good guy. Okay. Yeah. I, I always kind of regretted not uh, not not hooking up with that guy. Um, so you and Derek kind of grew up together, and I would love to hear some Derek Lane stories. What do you got? Well, well, the, the funny thing about Derek was, what Derek was like an encyclopedia. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, he knew shit that that you're just like, oh, is, this, is this serious? And you 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 read later, yeah. Man, man, I mean, he knew stats yeah. on, on everything. Um, even baseball, you know, basketball. I mean, he knew everything. Um, but we, we, we would go to wrestling tournaments, and, um, you, you know, I mean, you're young. And be, before every match, you're, you're nervous. Yeah. And Derek, Derek, you know, Derek was just a little bitty back then. And... Any of my opponents, every time I wrestled, he would walk right up to the person, look at him head to toe, and he'd come back over to me and goes, yeah, you're going to kick his ass. 
every time. It was like every match. And, but I mean that that I, I mean that helps a person. It gives you confidence, you know. Yeah. It's like so, and, and you know he was he was born when I was right. And as soon as he told me, yeah, I'm gonna kick his ass, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> uh, we were uh, <clears throat> we were at three and two stadium. One year, and I, I forget how old we were, but you know, Derek had sixty-five five fibrosis, um, and we were uh, we had a bat and we had a bunch of golf balls, and we were just freaking waylaying them, knocking them over the highway or parallel, what whatever there, and uh, he and, and then he went out to pitch to me, and I hit a line drive right back to him and hit him right square in his chest. Oh shit! And I mean, I thought I killed the dude. Yeah, I mean, I really did. I'm like, oh shit! I mean, he dropped, rolled around for a little bit, took off running, and I'm like, oh my god! Um, but man, that was a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. So and then, dude, <clears throat> the, the thing that gets me about him is is like um, that kid had to fight for every breath he took since the day that he was born. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, watching you know Barb get him uh, his treatments, you know, just beating the hell out of him. To get yeah. him to cough up, he he would put salt in his cereal. I remember that. Did you know that? I remember that. Yeah, he would put oh, salt on everything. <laughs> why did he do that? Was it? Good? Why did he have? To, did he just like it? Yeah, yeah, he had to have it. Okay, and like sometimes when he sweat, I mean, it'd even be crystals that he sweat out. Okay, yeah, so. you know, like you said, he was so tough that. You know, even when he passed away, you know, this was before Facebook or any of that shit. So I, you know, as, as tight as we were when we were kids, I had no idea that he had passed away. And Randy Patch and his his mom and sister came to one of my shows, and he just kind of dropped it on me after one of my shows. You know, Derek passed away, and and I was like, what? You know, like for for me, like I knew Derek had cystic fibrosis, but he was such a good wrestler. That, you know, as a kid, I thought, well, maybe he doesn't have, like, it's not as serious or, you know, I didn't realize that kids only, you know, make it to a certain age and all of that. Um, so when he, when he pat, you know, and I knew he'd been sick and that kind of thing, but I ran into him one time and he told me he'd just been in the hospital for a month. But, but my point in saying that is he was so tough that you didn't think about that because he made it to six state finals and won three of them. And and everybody knew Derek. Um, I didn't get to go to his funeral because I didn't know he passed away. But tell me about that. Were there just tons of people there from everywhere? Yeah, yeah. And there were, you know, a lot of his wrestling buddies, and and, and uh, you know, uh, me and me and my brother were Paul Bears. Um, I got to go see him. Uh, my, you know, my parents had called me, said he wasn't doing well, and maybe a month before he passed. Um, I was able to make it back and see him. Um, thank God I was, man, because I, I that one uh, that that one still bothers me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet. <clears throat> Sorry to do that to you. Um, but yeah, he he was uh, he was something else. Everybody freaking loved Derek. He was one of those guys that he would uh, he would hug you after after your match, especially if it was good. Yeah. You know, he he he's the first person I think that ever hugged me after a match, and uh, he just if you didn't like Derek, you were probably an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's a good dude, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
One of my favorite Derek stories is we were at the Olathe Invitational, and we were probably, I was in like seventh grade or something, so he was probably eighth grade or whatever it was. Maybe I was sixth and he was eighth because he was a couple years older than me. And uh, I show up, and I've got this duffel bag with me. I haven't even, I haven't even weighed in yet. And Derek's waiting for me when I come in. And he's just got this huge smile on his face. And he's like, ooh, Timmy. Ooh, Timmy. He goes, you're fucked. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Why am I fucked? And he was like, you're going to get your ass kicked. You got Jared Lavelle in your bracket. He's going to kick your ass. And I was just like, first of all, you're supposed to be my best friend. Why are you so happy <laughs> that this guy's going to kick my ass? And and Derek and I wrestled twice. Um, I beat him once, and he beat me once. So I remember being like, I, I beat you before, Derek. Like, who's this guy that's just going to maul me? And he was so happy that this guy was just going to eat my lunch. And he, you know, Derek, he kept saying shit like that. He's going to eat your lunch. He's going to kick your ass. And so I make weight, and I have to wrestle Jared Lavelle in the semifinals. And he took me down right off the bat. And... uh I all I could see, we took me down and we went out of bounds, and all I could see was Derek laughing at me. He's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> so I went back to center, and I was like, I had like smoke coming out of my ears. I was so pissed off that this kid took me down after Derek calling it. You know, he's gonna kick your ass, and I reversed that kid and and pulled him over onto his back in a headlock and pinned him. And then I think we wrestled four or five more times, and he could never beat me because I, I scared the shit out of him so bad. Because if I could have done that every match, who knows how good I could have been, you know. Um, but he, he did that to me. He got me so fired up. I mean, I, I remember thinking the kid's head was going to pop off. I was squeezing it so hard, you know. And uh, so that's the story. But I'll never forget Derek's the look on his face, just this glee because this guy was going to kick my <laughs> <laughs> Jared Lavelle. I don't know whatever happened to that guy, but I remember that name too for some reason. Yeah, he was from Caney. He was on the same team as like Tony Rogers. Do you remember that name? I don't remember that name. Okay. Well, he was on one of those teams uh, just when we were kids. I don't. I think he was a real good football player too. I don't know how he did in in high school if he went on to college or anything, but but that's one of the things I remember about that. Um, what was the hardest loss you think you've ever taken in your career? I don't know. I've had a, I mean, when, when, uh, I mean, probably the hardest was, you know, um, would, would be one that, uh, where I didn't place, you know, when I, when I got beat by Homer my freshman year, that just devastated me. Um, but that also gave me a lot of drive too. Yeah. You know, and then I had to sit out for a, for a, another year after that to even get back. Um, that was a hard one. Uh, you know, I, I don't. My whole thing was that not who you lost to or anything like that. It was just if I didn't place in a tournament, dude. I, I mean, that's just. I don't care if I was fourth. At least I got up on the podium, you know, especially in college. In high school, it's different. You know, you want to win it. And, you know, but I would say just those two national tournaments that I didn't place in was absolutely devastating. Yeah. I mean, absolutely devastating. To yeah. Me. How, how did that other national tournament go that you didn't that you didn't place in? At Warburg, my junior year? Oh, that yeah, okay. That's the one where, I, I mean, 
I was so hurt that year with my neck and everything else. Um, I mean, just I, I couldn't, like I said, I mean, I didn't have any, when you only have one arm, there's, I mean, you don't stand much of a chance. And, you know, I don't care what, it was D1, D2, or D3. If you, you know, I mean, you're hurt like that and you don't come with your A game, you're, you're going to get beat. Yeah. Yeah. College is tough at every freaking level. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's especially, I feel like junior college gets kind of discounted sometimes. And oh, that's tough. Dude, there are some, there is a lot of talent in junior college, especially that first semester. We would have guys from like Oklahoma. That should have been wrestling D1 somewhere, but they were freaking, they, they couldn't get their grades right. We had one guy that took comp one six times, and I'm like, Jesus, dude, it's English, <laughs> you know? But he just couldn't pass it. But on a wrestling mat, I was like, holy shit, this guy is good. Yeah. 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 Well, that that's like, you know, I, 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 I read one of your, uh, <clears throat> well, I'll read all of them, but one time you were talking about your brother, you know, and he, and he entered a you know, an open tournament and he damn near beat the national champion or something like that. I remember a guy by the name of Sean Scarborough. He's from uh, West Waterloo as well. He do the same thing, man. Him and a, you remember Raphael? Raphael, he won like two titles at uh, Nebraska Omaha. Raphael something. He was tough. I mean, he, he, I mean, this dude would just, without practice, just, just go out and enter these tournaments and him and Raphael would just I mean battle. And this dude's a national tournament. And then Sean, you know, Sean's like, I don't, you know, I don't really want to go to school or I don't really want to wrestle for a crook. But I mean, that dude was an animal. Yeah. yeah. It's just amazing how many people walking out there that's just like, man, dude, you could have <laughs> no tell them what you could have done. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um I totally forgot what I was going to ask you now. Do you have a uh, Do you have a favorite victory of all time? And you won a lot of matches, so that's probably hard to answer. But a favorite victory, and you know, I would say my senior year, walking off, uh, I beat a, a guy by the name of Dan O'Con- uh, Dan O'Cone from uh, New Jersey. He had played second in the national tournament two two years prior. We we're both seniors that year. I bumped up. Away and uh, I had him in the quarters. I came in, I got an AC in the national tournament, you know. And I, so in the quarterfinals, I, I had to wrestle the, the number one seed. I beat him uh, in overtime, I took him down in overtime to, to win that match. And then I got beat in the semifinals. And then I came back and I had to wrestle him again for third and fourth. And it, you know, I mean, it's not it's the number one. And it, Kid was tough. I mean, he was he was he was tougher hell. And then I beat him again. But just to walk off the mat with a third place, you you win your last match. I mean, some yeah. people like they might not be satisfied with it. Well, I didn't want. I mean, it is what it is, man. I I, I just I, w- I walked off the mat and I won my last match. Yeah, that's a lot better than taking eighth place or something. And and you know, yeah, and but. What I never understood was that I was a backside wrestler. I may have got beat on the front side, but I ain't getting beat again. I mean, that was all my mentality. You, I, I, you have to kill me to beat me in the backside. It's like, I'm not getting beat out of this tournament. There's no way in hell. Yeah. 
That's that 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 was always my mentality. So the year that you got fourth, were you super pissed? I had a defending national the defending <clears throat> national champion. Yeah, I was pissed, and I was I was winning the match, and I got taken down in the last five seconds to lose the match. Oh wow! You know, so yeah, that'll piss you off. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> five seconds, five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I- yeah, I've, I've lost matches like that, too, before. It freaking sucks. Um, do you have any, any regrets? Is there anything you would have done differently if you could do it over again? Uh, one thing, I, you know, I thought about that. Um, you, you know, um, I guess some, some people might say, well, I wish I would have kept training in high school and, you know, and, and, and won two titles or whatever, but I... I'm also glad that I got that partying out of the way. Okay. You know, um, See, and I still party, but I had my priorities straight. Yeah. So you didn't really do that much in college? Partying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I party, but I, but when you have your priorities straight, you can get away with that a little bit. Um, but I was just more... I mean, I already been through the ringer. Yeah. You know, so I just, I guess you grow up a little bit. Yeah. Do you know if are there any other? Um, because you you've got in my eyes, you know, and I don't mean this as a, a knock at all, but you're probably the best guy from Kansas that that never won a state title because you could have won, you know, three at least in, in in any other, you know, like you said, you're wrestling guys that. In college, some of those guys from Mark City were like, or in high school, some of those guys were already like college wrestlers. Um, do you know if there's any other guys that have won, that were three time runner ups? I don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, and uh, you know, you, you had some amazing freaking seasons, and uh, you know, to to only lose five or six times in high school is a uh, pretty freaking awesome accomplishment. Uh, switching gears a little bit. Are you and I can't talk too much about this stuff because they will yank my YouTube shit down. Um, does it drive you crazy some of the things that are going on in the country right now? I mean, I feel like I already know the answer to this, but almost stupid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, there are some things you just want to go. Why does why do these facts not matter to so many people? You know. Yeah, I know. What What's your biggest uh, pet peeve about all of it? Uh, man, man, the biggest? Yeah. I don't know. You read some of my Facebook posts. I can't think of the, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I don't know, man. uh, How about, how, how about the government, um, talking to people about being more, uh, being, being healthy and maybe getting a little bit of exercise in and eating, eating right. Yeah. You know, they, they don't talk about it. What they want to do is they want to push these drugs on you. Here, yeah. take this, take this, take this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, what do you do to, uh, to stay in, in, uh, in good shape? 
Uh, I work out every day. I make sure I get my workout in every day, or at least six days a week. Um, I uh, I still do my car, still do my airdyne, elliptical. I can't run anymore. My, I mean, I got I got two knees and a shoulder that's got to be completely replaced. I'm trying to wait till I'm 50 to, to get it done. So, you know, I still wait, wait train, but you know, like I use bands. I use, I do push-ups. I use my body weight a lot, you know. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I still do it every day. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same way. And in a lot of ways, I'm 46 now. And in a lot of ways, I'm, I'm healthier and in better shape than when I was 26, you know. Yeah. It, because I ate like a dumpster back then. And, and, and I didn't work out that much. My, I got up to like 190 in my, in my 20s. And now I'm around 165. Um so what was the uh what was the reason recently I saw that you got down to like 157 or something were you trying to get down to 50 did you ever make it No I made it to 55 I could um my girlfriend kind of got mad at me for <laughs> you know for for uh cutting that much weight but I mean I was I mean I only weighed about 175 Okay you know in in any way and I have intestinal problems from getting knived up yeah um, i don't have a gallbladder i mean i you know my intestines were cut up um and so i have problems um so i have to watch what i eat okay um so i ended up dropping you know, i was weighing 175 which i'm not fat at 175 believe me but you know, and then so, so I think I got down to about 165, and I'm like, you know what? I got a wild hair right now, so so I, I got down to 155, which right now I'm about 160, 161. So um, just something. I mean, I've always stayed in shape, and just something I can do. Just, yeah. Just something. Just something to do. Yeah. You know, it, it, until I saw you doing that, I was like, I thought I was the only person that that was crazy like that because i've toyed with that idea i'm like i'm gonna get down to my you know because i wrestled 50 my sophomore year going into the regional tournament and then i got chicken pox it's a different story but i was like chicken what pox? i got chicken pox the week before the week of the regional tournament uh, i was walking yeah i was walking to class with arthur esparza you remember him yeah you hear what happened to him yeah yeah everybody's That's got crazy yeah didn't he jump off a bridge running from the cops or something I, I, well, I think he got in a fight with his girlfriend. He he he, he dro- drove on one of the bridges across I thirty five and and jumped off in front of the semi truck. Oh, so he did it on purpose. He wasn't running from the cops. Oh no, he committed suicide. Okay, they they, they, they uh, said they picked his body up for like miles down the road. Oh wow, yeah, that dude, good dude, but he was crazy. Yeah, well, in college, he used to eat like. He would eat acid like it was M&M's. I mean, yeah. just like 10 hits of it, you know, yeah. and you can't do that. <laughs> no, not unless you want to be messed up for the rest of your life. Yeah, and uh, like you or said. you don't care. Yeah, like you said, good dude, and man, but he was gross, dude. He would come into our apartment, and we'd have like dirty dishes in the sink, and he'd get a fork that had like shit crusted to it still and just eat with it you'd be like arthur you gonna wash that dude and he'd be like what it's fun he was just a disgusting individual (laughs) but yeah he he was out at colby yeah he was yeah 
Did uh, he go to Labette first or second then? Uh, I think he was at Colby first. Okay. Yeah, and then he ended up, uh, and then he ended up, ended up at Labette. But yeah, he was a different breed of cat. I remember him trying to trying to cut down to one eighteen, and I think somebody got him some steroids sometime, and he wasn't like doing them right. He was. <laughs> He was like drinking and smoking pot on top of taking his steroids, and he was, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a different breed of cat, Artie Esparza. Um, we got chicken pops, chicken pox before the regional. How in the that's crazy. Yeah, I know. I was walking to class with Arthur, and I was like, "Dude, I don't, I don't feel well. Do I? Do I look?" And he goes, "You don't look good." And I was real pale and. And uh, yeah, I got freaking chicken pox and didn't get to go to the regional tournament my sophomore year. And that was kind of the that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Like, you know, I cut all that weight and I was I was ready for regionals to see how I could do and and I had beaten a couple of the guys that ended up all American that year and I'm not saying I would have been an all American, but uh, I don't know. And it just after that I was just I was just done. I went to K State and but shit, I just paid off my student loans like a couple of years ago for two years of school. I'm like, fuck, I should have just wrestled for two more years going on to Fort Hay State or somewhere. I had some, I had a few offers here and there, and uh, I didn't take any of them. So, yeah, we've all got our story. So so you won it your, your uh, senior year. Yeah. So did you only win it once then? Yeah. Well, I really okay. only wrestled my junior and senior year of high school. I mean, I wrestled my freshman year, but I broke my hand. And then my sophomore year, I had some problems with my coaches, and I cut too much weight, and I ended up quitting like a dumbass. And and then I placed my junior year, I got sixth, and then and then uh, my senior year, I went undefeated. So, and I had really didn't plan on wrestling in college, and I was I just I just realized that if I wanted to go to school, that that was about the only way I was going to be able to. Yeah. Um, but my heart was never into it, and I never. I never quit partying. I never, I never let myself get in the right shape, and and mm-hmm. you know, college is too tough to to not do that shit. So. Oh yeah, I mean, I, well, I mean, you see state champs all the time that go into college, and they just and it ain't. Yeah. You know, I mean, you gotta have it here, and you gotta want it, and you better bust your ass if you want to be any good, and that's on all the levels. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just a different. I mean, I mean, that shit's just different. Man. Yeah. And and I and there was always guys too on my on my college team that some of them were two or three times state champs, but then they get to college and they get their ass kicked and mentally they couldn't deal with it because yep. when you're used to winning all the time, mm-hmm. um, I, you know that that it really messes with you mentally and yep. some of those guys could just never come back for it from it. So it seemed like that there was a lot of guys that did well in college who. You know, they had good high school careers, but they'd get like third or something, or, or you know, they'd be placers, but they'd never wanted or anything. And then they got there, and they could keep climbing it. And it, it it takes a special person to be like elite in high school, and then go and and get your ass kicked a few times. Because there was guys on my college team, I remember, especially from Oklahoma, being like, I can't score a point on this motherfucker. You know, just like hips of steel. You know, and. Couple guys in particular from Oklahoma that were like that on my team, and and uh, yeah, but yeah, that was a great freaking era you were a part of. Yeah, yeah, I, I sure thought so. So still yeah, do. yeah, man. 
Well, um, I'll let you get out of here, but I really enjoyed talking to you, dude. I always, I always looked up to you from afar and, uh, and all that stuff. So what were you getting ready to say? I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, now are you, now, do, do you just travel all over the nation or, or do you, or do you get to travel the world? With with your comedy, um, I've been to Ireland and Korea and Canada, um, and I've worked in forty three states, forty four states. So, okay. yeah, all over the country. And then, when did you start doing that? Like, I was I was in college, and I was going to be a teacher and a wrestling coach because I didn't know what else to do, and. Before we entered the school of education, you know, the final step to become a teacher, like uh, student teaching and all that shit, mm-hmm. I, I went and did this teacher aiding thing, and I it was like these middle school kids, and I realized, like, I don't want to be a teacher. I, I don't even like kids that much, you know? like, mm-hmm. And so then I started having all this anxiety, like, well, what the hell am I going to do? Um, you know, what am I going to do? And then I went to a friend's house. And she's like, you got to listen to this uh, CD. It was Bill Hicks. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he was really brilliant comic. He died at like 32 back in... He actually died on February 26, 1994, which was my senior year of high school. The the same day I won state, the guy that I ended up idolizing as a comedian died on the same day, which I always thought was kind of weird. But So I listened to this, this CD, and on the way home... I thought to myself, that was the funniest guy I've ever heard, and I've never heard of him. So mm-hmm. I could do stand-up comedy for a living, even if I never got famous, you know? And so for the first time in a long time, I was excited about my future. And I went to my counselor the very next day, and I was like, I've got over 100 credits. I might as well get a degree, but I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be a comedian. She's like, what? I'm like, don't worry about that. I know I can do it. And that's what I'm going to do. And she was like, well, you can have a social science degree in a semester. And I was like, all right, I'll take one of those. What can I do with that? And she's like, well, it, any degree, basically, unless you specialize, is mainly just proof that you can complete a task and all that. And that's what she she was like. It basically just says you're trainable. And I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. So I figured I would do comedy for a couple years. And if it didn't work out, um or if I sucked at it, then I would just go try to get a job, and it'd be a good story for employers. I'd be like, you know, what have you been doing for two years? I'd be like, well, I, I was trying to be a comedian, and it didn't work out. And but then right at the two-year mark of working or doing open mics and making a little bit of money here and there, the restaurant I worked at closed down, and I was like, well, I'm making a few hundred bucks a week doing comedy. Let's see if I can if I can keep doing it. And it's been over 20 years, and I haven't had a day job. So, you know, I'm not famous, but I'll, I'll take it. That was my goal, and, and uh, you know, so here we are 20-something years later, and I've never had another job, so. Yeah, that's 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 really cool. Yeah. Um, so where are you living at now? We live in California. We have a house in uh, Lomita, which is by Torrance. It's Southern California. It's mm-hmm. about 22 miles from the comedy store from Hollywood. But uh, yeah, I haven't been down there much lately. I went down last week. I had a spot at the comedy store, um, but I don't. I don't miss living down there at all. You know, where I live is kind of normal. Um, you know, more normal people and that kind of thing, and you know, not so many Hollywood types and and all that kind of stuff. But we're gonna be here for a little while. But 
I would rather I would rather my boy grow up somewhere else. I certainly don't want him to school, go into school out here unless we can afford private school or uh, homeschooling, which I wasn't that good in school my own self. I don't. <laughs> well, you gotta uh, like. I mean, I mean, as far as your stance, like politically, and uh, it aligns much with mine as well. Um, that's kind of a mess up state to be living in, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know what? I meet more people all the time who do think the way we do, and I think one of the biggest problems in this country is the media and how full of shit they uh-huh. are. I mean, they lie about so many things. And I'll be honest with you, Brian, I was never, I never gave a crap about politics either way. And I guess, I guess at one point I probably leaned more towards the Democratic side of it, mainly because I didn't really understand any of it. And the older you get, and then you get a house and you, you start to see how the world works and you're like, oh, um, so what really got me was realizing how full of shit they all are and what a lie they're selling people. That's what drives me so crazy is the the flat out lies they're telling people and then Pushing you an agenda. Yeah, absolutely. And you dig into some things and you're like, "Well, he didn't say that at all." You know? Mm-hmm. And they'll print these stories and they'll be like, six unnamed sources." And I'm like, "That means they made that shit up." Yeah. <laughs> but they say it a lot loud enough and long enough and people are like, "Oh, well that's that's what happened. He called all you know, like, speaking of Trump, they're like, he called anyone who died in a war a sucker and a loser. And I'm like, no, he didn't. That's that's just some shit they made up. But yep. the people that hate him can't see past it. And, dude, it, it drives me crazy, you know. And, and I, know. I didn't like Trump when, I first, when he first came onto the scene. I was like, this guy's a jackass, blah, blah, blah. And then I started realizing that the reason I... So many people hate him is because they're just lied to, and people don't look mm-hmm. into anything, and they just believe it, and it drives me crazy. And I, I, he, he just turns so, and and the and I know the media did a lot of it, but I think he did a lot of it himself as well. Sure, um, it, because there were just times where he should have just shut up, just yeah. shut up, dude. Yeah, and, I mean, I get what you're saying, I understand what you're saying. But there comes a time when you have to shut up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he, and he, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that's kind of the thing about him that people can't stand. But it's also kind of the good thing as far as like, well, you know where you stand with that guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's not a politician. So he he doesn't say things in a way that you just want to go, man, just be more of a politician, but he can't because that's not who he is. But yeah. if he could have been a little bit more, like you said, because like you even a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. And because you know they're going to run with everything you say and, and make you look yeah. like an asshole, like the whole fine people on both sides comment. You know, I, I knew when it happened, I was like, I knew what you meant there, but you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, yeah, what were you getting ready to say? No, I, 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 no, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I get it. It's yeah. Well, but, but yeah, I, I, I don't know where we're going now. I, man, but I just hope people start standing up and realizing some shit. So yeah, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, there's uh, you know, depending on who you believe, and and I don't want to get my thing yanked down, but 
there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that people aren't aware of and that the media doesn't talk about. And, you know, going all the way back to 9-11, not, not to get into that and make this about this, but if you start looking into that, you're like, well, I'm not saying I know who did it, but the official story of that day is a crock of shit. <laughs> and once you start really digging into it, it'll, it'll almost drive you crazy. Because then you, you get excited, I get excited about certain things. I'm like, hey, did you know this? Did you know this? And what I've discovered is a lot of people don't want to hear it. They're like, uh, you know, they don't want to exactly. know. They don't want to know that shit. So it, it's frustrating, but I hope it all comes to light. And my little brother who passed away on Easter Sunday was the first person that brought that up to me about 9-11. And I have to remind myself how I felt when he first brought up that subject to me because I remember being almost kind of offended you know like they wouldn't do that and blah 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 yeah but now that I've looked into some things dude we'll, we'll talk more about it off off this podcast but uh there there's a lot of things in this country that people just we don't Americans I feel like don't want we've we've had it so good for so long that we've become so lazy and complacent and and we don't uh, we don't think that kind of stuff can happen here, but it's happening. It is, <laughs> and it and it has Absolutely for a it, is. it has for a long time. I think I commented on one of your posts the other day. I was like, they've been lying to us for a long time, yep. and uh, people just find ways to justify it. And but I hope it all see, comes out. See, that's like that whole cult. That I mean, that whole COVID deal is like, you know. They're saying, oh, well, it wasn't here until this time, and then they're, and now they're going back, and, well, it could have been here earlier. Dude, I'm telling you, December of 2019, I had something. I had something that I've never, ever had before. Yep. I was sick for an entire month, and, I mean, I got no better. I, I, it was just like, I, and, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't go to the doctor. Um and and my girlfriend was sick with the same shit, the same shit. And it, it, and, and I you know I had kids on my bus and, my, and and all my kids were sick and they're just like God dang. Well, I ended up losing like twenty pounds. I mean, I went through inhaler after inhaler after inhaler. Um, never went to the doctor, but I was just like, I, what was that? What was it? Like, I mean, my my lungs were like they were on fire. I couldn't breathe. I, it was like, so all the symptoms were just like the symptoms you guys are talking about. And I had it back in December. What yeah. the fuck did I have? Yeah. What the fuck was it? Well, I, I would almost bet that you had it. And because I, I had the same thing. I started uh, it was probably around the same time, December 2019. I started getting where I, I, I had this real bad cough. Mm-hmm. And it was it almost sounded like the croup when you're a kid, you know, it was awful. And did anything come up? Uh, not really, no, but it sounded awful. You know, it sounded like I had a chest full of mucus. And to this day, like I have to drink, like I have to eat this stuff called Manuka honey because my throat gets so, you know, like you just, I just can't clear it. And I finally have to drink this Manuka honey and like some hot water and it'll go away. But I can almost always feel it. And sometimes it's real bad where I'm just constantly clearing my throat. And I was the same way. I was sick for about a month. And then I finally went to the doctor, and they told me I had walking pneumonia, and they gave me something that like steroids, and it didn't do shit for it. And then I went back again, and they gave me a shot or something 
I remember how it worked out. It's been a couple years, but it finally got better. But my wife was the same way. She got uh, she got bronchitis, and she's never she doesn't smoke. She never has. She's never had bronchitis, which is kind of a seasonal. It's something people get all the time um, if if you get it. She got that around the same time, and it, I like you said, I was sick in a way that I had never been sick. Yeah. To where I finally had to go to the doctor and be like, "What is wrong with me?" And this was before they knew about you know mm-hmm. COVID and all that shit. And my little boy had a cough for a good month. You know, uh, mm-hmm. he was only like a year old at the time, and he was coughing. Um, and you know, we're all fine now. But yeah, it, it was around for a lot longer than than uh, and, until the media started pushing it. Yep. And I, I, I tell you what I did. I mean, I was sick the whole month of December, and I'm finally, it was like after Christmas or something, and I'm like, I, I don't know what. So I went to Walmart, because I was still working out every day. Now, my workouts weren't worth a fuck, but I was still moving. I was still working my lungs, and I'm like, I got to do something. So I went to Walmart, bought plastics, bought me, turned the heater on, and I would just jump on my bike, and I would just ride, and I would just sweat, sweat, sweat. About three, four, five days of that, and I finally started feeling better. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, too, that I think a lot of people probably don't do, because I was working out every day, too. I would I was running on treadmills and shit when I was in hotel rooms, and, and you know, I think that probably helped me more than anything, because I have allergy-induced asthma. Like, I can, if, if I'm around the wrong thing, if I breathe in the wrong thing, my lungs will just, you know... Um, so it could have been, you know, and it was bad for me. It hung on forever. But, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of people don't exercise and, you know, they feel bad. So they're like, well, I'm not going to, I can't breathe. I'm not going to exercise. I'm like, that's exactly. Which is when you should. Yeah. Just, and you don't have to kill yourself, but just get up, move and get those lungs, get that, get that heart pumping. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was working in, uh, at, at the, the worst of it, I had to go to Colorado Springs. I was working at a club called Looney's, and the elevation's high anyway. And I remember going on stage, and I just, the whole set for 45 minutes, I was just on the verge of passing the fuck out, <laughs> you know? I mean, I got through my show, but uh, it wasn't comfortable. And looking back on it, I think I had COVID and the elevation and, and all that stuff. And, yeah. and we can't say what medicines, you know, but... Uh, there's a lot of things that they've kept from people. Uh, and again, I can't say it because they've taken down two of my podcasts off of YouTube for some of the things that I've said. And I didn't even really say anything, you know. And and I, I have, my channel's got like 6,000 subscribers, 6,500 or free speech at, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I have a small channel. I mean, it's got over 6,000 subscribers, but it's not like I'm huge or something. Um uh, so I don't know why they're messing with me, but they do. They'll take they'll take likes off of my wrestling podcast, and I don't know why they were. I'm like, why are you fucking with me? <laughs> you know, this is a wrestling podcast, but it'll have 14 likes, and all of a sudden it'll have six. And I'm like, I have a hard time believing people went back into the podcast. And were like, I decided I didn't like this. You know, exactly. So, exactly. So I've said some things that they that they didn't like, and they took one down. They said I violated their hate speech, which was bullshit. That's just a broad term for them to be like, oh, we took it down because of this. And I'm like, well, what did I say specifically? And they wouldn't answer me. And uh, and then 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 the other one I took, they took down, they said it was medical misinformation. Um, and I'm like, you know what? If people are getting their medical information from a comedian, then they deserve whatever they get. 
Well, that's just, I mean, are, are we, are, are, are we getting any information that's, that's freaking facts anymore? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... Not much! Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's a very frustrating time to be an American, and it, it, it'll slowly drive you crazy. Like, I feel like I've aged five years in this last year alone because it's just frustrating. You, well, well, you gotta take a break from it sometimes, man, just turn it off. Yeah. Because I'm the same way, it's just like, I mean, I... That's, that's like me. I was especially at the beginning. I read everything. I read okay. I read everything, and you know the the people that it was affecting was was obesity, people with obesity, and diabetics. Yeah, I mean that's who healthy people are doing fine. We're doing fine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the average age is like 78 of the people who pass away and they've got two to three comorbidities and people just want to act like that's not a thing. And I'm like, that's a huge thing. It is a huge thing. <laughs> you, know? you know? So, I don't know, man. Very frustrating. Do you have uh, Chad, Chad Beeson on uh, your Facebook page right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he, he's, he, he's a pretty funny shit, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Did you guys ever get to wrestling college? No, he went to uh, Central Oklahoma, didn't he? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I, th- I think that's where he was at. I don't think he ever placed or anything there. I think he did okay. But he was freaking tough, though, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. He was. He was good. But you know, I mean, I checked him in freestyle. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that was, you know, before my partying day started. Yeah. So <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, no, he, Ch- Chad. Chad was tough. But but again, too, Chad kept training. Brian stopped. Brian only wrestled high school his last two years, and just you know, and he drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Well, you're a you're a legend in the Kansas City area, and uh, I always looked up to you, and I really appreciate you taking the time to do this today, and it was cool talking to you. And I appreciate it too, man. Yeah, I've got your number now, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll get a hold of you sometime, and and we'll say some things off here that won't get my YouTube channel taken down. Perfect. <laughs> you take care, man. All right, brother. You too. I'll let you know when this is up, and you can share it. It'll probably be next Wednesday. Okay, sounds good. I appreciate it. You take care, and uh, uh, I hope your your uh, boy. Now, how old's your boy now? He's two two years and eight months. And, you know, I, I hope he wrestles. The other night I asked him, I said, do you want to wrestle someday, son? And he said, yes. And my wife was there, and I'm like, you heard him. That's a verbal contract. He has to do it now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's good. And then you're, four, you're 46, and you have a, a two-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think uh, he, I think he's probably the only one we're going to have. Did you you just never wanted to have kids? I just, I, 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 was, I was never in the, you know, I mean, I was, I've been married twice. Um and my my second my my first wife I'm glad I didn't have a well I'm glad I didn't have a, a, a kid with both of them but my my second wife she she, she had a girl um, but she couldn't get pregnant again okay blame me for it for a long time until she finally went to the doctor and found out that she couldn't <laughs> well so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there rigging you're bitching at me because you can't get pregnant and you blame it on me I go get checked I'm fine. And then uh, you can't have kids, and you've been sitting here blaming me for this shit this whole time. (laughs) 
Well, maybe you should still have one. You'd be a great dad, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm still young enough, I guess. Yeah, you are. My dad is uh, 70, and he's got a 12-year-old, 13-year-old. Really? Yeah. So. I'd be there. Yeah, it's not too late. No. So. Yeah, man. You'd be a good one. All right. Well, I will be in touch. Yeah, I mean, keep uh, contact with me. I'm, obviously, I talk to you on Facebook quite a bit, but uh, I might, uh, well, one of these days, try to get to one of your shows as well. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I work at a, a club called the Comedy Club of Kansas City, and uh, McCracken came out a couple years ago, him mm-hmm. and Andy Ross and saw me, and uh, I can't remember what you were doing. I think they tried to get you to come, and you had something else going on, but... Yeah. Yeah. My My... I mean, I work on the weekends. That's what's hard for me. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, man. I'd love to have you guys uh, come out. I'll let you know next time I come to Kansas City. All right. Sounds good. You take care, bud. All right, man. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, All right everybody. We got away from wrestling there towards the end, but I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, good conversation, and, and uh, it's nice to, it's nice to uh, talk to people that you've respected for so long and and have some of the same opinions about some of the things going on in our world. I hope we didn't say anything that YouTube is going to uh, deem worthy of yanking down. But uh, I really enjoyed talking to that guy. He, you know, I, I don't know if I expressed fully how much I looked up to him, and a lot of it was because of Derek, and he was just a freaking stud, man. Brian Roberts back in the day was just uh, just a freaking man uh, a man among boys in a lot of regards just uh yoked just freaking uh, that guy was badass and uh yeah really enjoyed the hell out of talking to him and uh it's so cool for me to become friends with some of these people that i looked up to and have looked up to forever and so hope you guys enjoyed that and i also wanted to say something real quick about my own dad you know in some of these podcasts i've uh, you know like the last one talking about my my uh my own story. There's a couple things I, I left out, and I, I really appreciate my dad getting me into wrestling, and my best memories of wrestling were after when, when my brother and I were kids, we, we won most of the time, and even if we didn't win, we would come home, and my mom would make taco salad, and my dad would engrave our medals, and it was, uh, to, it's to this day, some of the best memories of my life, so... Um, I say that because my dad watches these and, and there's been a couple times where I don't always sound like I'm talking to him, talking about him in a favorable light. And I didn't mean for that to be the case because, um, anyway, we've, we've, uh, we've all got our, our regrets about things and my dad have, have made up about a lot of things and, and I love him very much. And I appreciate you, uh, I appreciate all the things you did for us when we were a kid, dad. So uh, God bless all of you. Make sure you go to makingithappen.com, M-A-C-A-N, ithappen.com. Help out little Bo Macon. My website is timgathercomedy.com. It's got all my social media links if you want to follow me. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, and God bless all of you. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Do us both a favor and click on that subscribe button.